at the movies. I'm Ashley. I'm Matt. And today we're going to talk about a new documentary that is streaming on Netflix. It's called A Secret Love. And Matt's going to tell us about it. Now, a Secret Love is about uh, a lesbian couple who for their much of their 72 years together um, had to outwardly pretend like they weren't a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they were living together, having a life together, but, you know, due to the, the times and attitudes and society, uh, they, you know, parlayed their their partnership and romance as, you know, uh, cousins or friends or whatever. A lot of people have had to do that, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, Terry Donahue and Pat Henschel are the, 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 the couple. Terry and Pat. This is a documentary made by uh, Terry's family, and it's produced... Um, by um, Ryan Murphy, who's done some um, miniseries on various channels, and uh, Jason Blum, <laughs> you know, and he's not doing things like Insidious and uh, The Purge, uh, whatever. He's he's making documentaries about lesbian couples. Um, so um, this is this is that's the setup. That's that's the documentary. Yeah, it's 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 new on Netflix. Yeah, so it's a fairly short documentary. I think it's under ninety minutes long. Mm, yeah. Um, but it covers a lot of an amazing amount of ground because you you learn about this couple and their sixty five year relationship and seventy two well ultimately a seventy two year relationship and um, but you, you learn a lot too about history the history of you know gays and lesbians in the United States and uh, uh, Terry was one of the uh, women's baseball players during World War II, you know, the subject of League of Their Own movie. Um, so you learn a little bit more about that. Um, and you get to know particularly Terry's family. I mean, you said the movie is made by someone from their family. Yeah, like a, like a nephew or great-nephew or something like that. So yeah. it's, it's... And I can believe that. I mean, it's very focused on her primarily. I mean, I think she is... She the older one. Yes, she is older. Um, a lot of the movie focuses on um, their, you know, getting older, um, having to deal with health issues for the first time, really, and you know, just facing those issues that come up when you are getting older. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it it covers all that very well. I mean, it felt like we were eavesdropping on this family, um, which, you know, might make you feel a little uncomfortable. Uh, there are arguments that are obviously real and happening right, right in front of your eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to say that that's, you know, the focus of the movie though. I think the movie focuses on their relationship and how, how, um, really wonderful it is and sweet it is. There's, there's, there's many wonderful, beautiful moments in the film, um, but it's also very. It also feels very real. It, it's not overly sweet. 
it doesn't dwell on that. Um, yeah, it's just a very, I think, raw and real depiction of this, these two women and what they're facing as they, they get older. And I, I was very moved by it. I thought it was really well, really well done. Yeah, I, I, I liked it. It is pretty, I mean, it is, I think in some of the synopsis I've seen of it, uh, it, it are correct in that it is very much from the perspective of Terry's family, <laughs> you know, that um, they do their, their best at, at also making them about them, you know, about the couple. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of it is, though, focused on their lives today, so, um, you know, or, or recently. And there, although it does contain a, a, a to, my mind, to my mind, a startling amount of old footage. Yeah. Um, like, you know, pictures of, of them when they were younger. And there were quite a few of Terry because of her involvement with uh, the women's sports teams and stuff. But um, but just of them as couples, you know, in a lot of places um, and, 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 and events and uh, big trips and vacations uh, and, and even like old home video footage, you know, whatever they used back then, you know, to do that. Um, so it has a lot of that. And I, I was fascinated to see that. And pictures of their families, parents, you know, uh, their parents when they were, you know, way, way, way back then. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I was really interested in that, and there were a lot of there was a, they dipped a little bit into what it was like being having to be closeted then. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they talked about um, I mean, so this couple they're from uh, the Chicago area, St. St. Charles actually is, is where they're from, uh, which is by Chicago, and the um, raids that went on of known gay bars or you know lesbian bars back then and you know they said like old previous mayor daly you know cracked down a lot on, mm-hmm. on things which i found found totally interesting because you know the, the mayor of chicago we have an open open lesbian mayor of chicago <laughs> Lori lightfoot but um this this was interesting in, in that historical aspect and i i like that i would have liked to have seen a little bit more of that mm-hmm. um but it also talked about being, you know, afraid to come out and, and the reasons why and people's reactions. I mean, they, they talked about how they did come out to certain family and um, and how some family members, you know. So they didn't actually come out officially until, I don't know, a few years, but like three or four years before they started doing this documentary mm-hmm. to uh, to Terry's family. Pat didn't seem to have a lot of family. Most of, the, most of them had died. But mm-hmm. um, Terry's family, they had suspected at one point and... Some family member said something like, you know, she just needed a black man to come service her, so mm-hmm. to speak. I, I'm putting it a little more delicately <laughs> yes. than they did. Um, so attitudes like that. Mm-hmm. And what I found interesting was one of Terry's, uh, I think it was a niece, who seemed very sweet, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> her thing was not so much that when they, after they came out, not so much that they were lesbians, but that they weren't married. Because she's like, they're living in sin. <laughs> Which I just chuckled at. I don't know. I'm, yeah. Um, <laughs> no. Um, it, it, you're right. It was sometimes a little awkward looking in on their lives because, you know, it, it, it was. You see a lot of, I mean, it, I think there's a lot of people could probably identify with a lot of what, you know, they see here uh, to a certain level, just either as a couple or as someone who's got family or maybe family is sick or I mean it's just you know so there's a there's a critic that I like and I respect that described this as like a comfort food thing a mm-hmm. comfort food viewing I do not look mm-hmm. at it like that so don't it's not that <laughs> no. not that 
but it's it's nice, and I think it's important to see. Yeah, I mean, it definitely has its heartwarming moments, but it's about so much more than that. Um, yeah, I don't think you'll be comforted by this. It, it touches on a lot of difficult difficult issues. I can't imagine. <laughs> I fi- I found it really just hard to believe that you know you could be clo- you could be in a closeted relationship for. 60 years and and your family be surprised when you come out um i'm i'm just speechless at that um yeah you know sometimes i i'm just kind of in awe at how being gay being homosexual i'll say is just not on people's radar there's like there are some people who just don't see it i mean they just they don't know, maybe they don't know anybody. I, I feel like it's it's rare now that a person doesn't know someone who's who's gay, but I guess they still exist, those people. And, or don't, don't know that they Or they don't know that they're gay. Or, mm-hmm. So it, it just always surprises me that... I, I'm sure that, you know, the sphere within, with, within which I walk is a different mm-hmm. uh, sphere than a lot of people, so... If I'm going to play armchair psychologist for a moment... <laughs> I, I do wonder, I, I'm just spitballing here, but I do wonder if some of it is the fact that people, even though people will deny this, people wear their sexuality on their sleeve. Oh, yeah. And when you are homosexual, and in particular regions or situations where you, it's probably safer or better for you to stay closeted, mm-hmm. um, you obviously don't do that with your sexuality. And then, I, I, so there's a lot of cues that I think people just don't pick up on. I mean, and what I mean by people wearing their sexuality on their sleeve, I mean, you know, some of the things you and I have faced or, you know, whether directly or peripherally as, as a, you know, two gay men, right, but um, is certain, certain folks have pushed back and said, you know, you don't have to talk about being gay. You don't have to you know, put it in everyone's face that you're gay, right? <laughs> um, which I find interesting because, you know, um, if, there's, if, if someone's ever a straight person, right, and they're, let's say they're married or they're in a relationship and they have kids, I mean, if they, if they ever, ever talk about their significant other at all, right, mm-hmm. then they are talking about their sexuality, even though that's not directly what they're talking about. They're talking about their sexuality. Mm-hmm. When they're talking about their kids and they're not making any kind of distinction, well, these are adopted or whatever. They're talking about their biological kids that they've had with this person of the opposite sex. I mean, mm-hmm. they are wearing their their sexuality on their sleeve. Mm-hmm. Um, when they have photos of themselves together, like on their walls or on their phones or whatever, that are obviously of a loving nature or, you know, you have a, let's say you're a guy and you have a woman mm-hmm. on your screen lock or whatever. I mean... You are wearing your sexuality on your sleeve. Mm-hmm. It is everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think people notice that. I, I don't, and, and, and because we are just so accustomed to it. Um, you know, when, when the 97.9% of all movies made, if not more, are about um, heterosexual characters, it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and... So the, what I'm trying to say is there are a lot of cues out there that people pick up on. They don't even know our cues. And when homosexuals, have, like I said earlier, have to hide it for whatever reason, their, their, their relationships, if those cues are absent, I think people 
don't necessarily pick up on it. Mm-hmm. Some might, but yeah. others don't. Well, and I think you know, over you know, after sixty years, they got really good at hiding hiding those cues. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very interesting. I uh, I too really appreciated all of the the home movies and photographs that they were able to show. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, you know, wow, if, if someone ever wanted to make a documentary about me for whatever reason, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why they would, but they, they would have some, you know, poor, poor selection of photographs and no movies to show that I, mm-hmm. that I know of. So, um, yeah, it's pretty, pretty remarkable that they had so much footage to show, but I, I was very interested in, you know, we see a lot of their relationship today and their situation mm-hmm. today. Um, and we see some photographs and footage. I really wanted more of their early relationship. I, I would have... And and more during that 60 years. I mean, I feel like it kind of glosses over a big chunk of their relationship. We get kind of the end and the very beginning, but there's a lot in between that we don't really, don't really learn much about. Um, I loved that. Um, so they both were original tenants. They worked for a company that was one of the original tenants of the, the Hancock building in Chicago. I thought that was fascinating, and I love the, the, the photos that they had from that. I would have loved to hear yeah. even more from more from that. But, <laughs> no, this this is a breezy 82-minute movie, I think. Yeah. So you don't get too in-depth. But I think you, it, it still, like I said at the beginning, it manages to touch on a wide variety of issues and is... I enjoyed it. Yeah. It made me think, too, about, you know, I mean, we, you and I have been, uh, I'm trying to phrase this right. I was going to say we've been very involved in the whole marriage equality thing, not necessarily as big activists in it, but, I mean, it's, it's affected us personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, I thought it was great and momentous when state by state and then including ours and then finally by the Supreme Court de- decree, you know, that it became, you know, the law of the land, but... Another thing I think is important is, and I think this this documentary reminded me of, is, you know, legality is one thing, and it it can be very important, very important, right? Mm -hmm. If for nothing else, then it puts people on equal footing. Like, at least now, um, a same-sex couple has um, just as much um, in the way of a a heterosexual uh, uh, couple to decide whether or not they want to get married. And maybe some do, maybe some don't. Mm-hmm. But at least they have that option. Um, but what I was thinking about when watching this film is, you know, um, you also don't need uh, a piece of paper to to tell you what you feel for somebody mm-hmm. and what kind of relationship you have and the memories that you've created and shared and experiences you've had together. You don't need... Um, a legal recognition for that. Now, at certain points, you know, it becomes it becomes useful mm-hmm. as far as you know things like hospital visitation rights and decision making power and that kind of thing. But um, it's, it makes it, I guess, easier in that regard. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you, you, they had a relationship for you know most of their seventy-two years where they were not married, and you know, back the fact that they weren't married doesn't take anything away from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. There's a discussion in the movie that they have with their older gay friends about marriage. It's like the the two the gay guys, their gay friends are like not interested. In, well, at least one of them says, "Yeah, we haven't really thought about getting married." And then the the you know our the two women don't really feel 
at least initially seem that interested either. Just because, I mean, they've lived decades together. Mm-hmm. Their relationship is all worked out. They know who they are and they know mm-hmm. what they're doing. Um, they don't need, you know, a legal document to prove anything. Yeah. Um, and there were several moments in this movie when I got a little teary-eyed or almost teary-eyed. <laughs> I mean, even just small things like, you know, when they were like holding hands in front of other people, like on camera, because mm-hmm. you know, you just, you know, you know. I know because you and I have experienced it before, mm-hmm. but there are, there there were circumstances for decades where they couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and let alone on camera, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, there's a, 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 a archive footage in this movie of some um, authority figure. He's listed in the IMDb credits. Um, Detective John Sorensen uh, from Morals and Juvenile Squad. This is archive footage from, from back in the day. But he's addressing, I think, some college students. College or even high school. Yeah. They looked young to me. And he's saying, you know, how deviant homosexuality is and how one in three of you, I think it's all women maybe, but like one in three of you are going to become lesbians or try to become lesbians and you will be found out and you will be punished and the rest of your lives will be made a living hell. Yes. And you know, <laughs> He seemed proud of this. Yes. <laughs> um, and, you know, so I don't think... Again, you know, and this is not, I don't want to make this a hetero versus homosexual thing, but, you know, again, when you, you know that these, these women for decades as a same-sex couple could just simply not do things like holding hands together mm-hmm. in front of others, at least mm-hmm. a lot of others, uh, certainly not in public, uh, and had, you know, the fear of God put into them about just simply being who they are, and yet persevered through that. Mm-hmm. Um, so these are, despite the fact that we're seeing them in, mostly in their in their older age and, and they're sick and not doing as well, uh, you know, you know that these are two strong women because they have been through so much. Yeah. Um, I mean, anytime you see a couple that's been together for this long, you know, it's, it's heartwarming. Mm-hmm. But to think of all that they had to endure to make it this long, it's particularly poignant. Yes. So it's a very special story. Yes. Um, what do you give this out of 10? Um, well, um, I'll give it a 7.5. <laughs> All right, I give it an 8.5. Uh, so our score is an 8. It's on the tomato meter. It has a critic and audience score of 100%. Wow. So there you go. Yeah, I can't imagine anyone... Well, I can, but <laughs> most people, I think, would appreciate this movie. Mm-hmm. It's not something that would be easy to hate. I, I can't imagine hating it. Unless you're of a particular stripe. Yes. <laughs> yeah. If you're seeking this movie out and watching it, right. I, you probably would like it. Yeah, I would think so. Yes. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Thank you. Thank you.